Every day, a small group of people are making quantum leaps forward, building wealth faster than most dream possible, almost like they have the Midas touch. On Breakaway Wealth, we'll unlock the secrets to breaking out of the herd, thinking big and building wealth on our own terms. And now let's join our host, the creator of Create Tailwind, and your abundance advocate, Jim Oliver. Welcome back. This is Jim Oliver, and joining me today is my guest, Tom Schwab. Tom, welcome. Hey, Jim. I am thrilled to be here. Now, I met Tom through his company interview, Valet, and one of the first things that struck me was your title in your, uh, for your position with your company. Tell everybody what that is, Tom. Well, it's Chief Evangelist Officer, because I have to laugh sometimes. You know, people have a, a company of, of one or two, and they call themselves the CEO. Um, you know, I've yeah. got buddies that are CEOs of publicly traded companies. We've got 18 people, and I just want to be the Chief Evangelist Officer for uh, our category of podcast interview marketing of our company and mostly uh, for our clients. So that's one of the reasons I contacted you is because I liked your title. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so tell everybody about you, Tom. Uh, yeah, well, that's a, a long story when you ask a guy with, uh, with this much gray hair. Um, I started out as an engineer, ran nuclear power plants in the Navy. Um, and that really taught me that everything could be systematized. Um, everything could be improved. I went from the Navy, worked in corporate America uh, for a medical device company uh, in operations, then in sales and marketing, um, built a distributorship, and then the, uh, the company bought back the distributorships, uh, which is a, a great thing because they did right by me, but it also gave me the chance uh, to take a sideline business that I had uh, that was uh, e-commerce, build that up, uh, sold that off, and uh, what I learned than that was that uh, how to use inbound marketing, you know, using content to attract, engage, and delight customers. And uh, really, that's what we're doing with podcast interview marketing, uh, you know, using that content to get in front of other people's audiences uh, to get that no like, and trust and build your business. That's awesome. I like the no like, and trust. That's exactly what we need. So for, for our audience, talk about um, you know, we've been, we've been, uh, using your service for, um, you know, really a couple of months kind of getting ready, but we've really kind of the rubbers hit the road and we're, um, appearing on, uh, other people's shows and we're seeing the results of that. But when we think about just, uh, the breaking away from the herd, whether you're an entrepreneur, real estate investor, talk about, how podcasts and being the guest on a podcast is different than like starting. Cause I know a lot of people think, well, I'm going to start my own podcast. And, you know, having done that, um, I know all of the challenges and expense and, and pitfalls that come with that, but maybe talk a little bit about that, Tom. Well, yeah. And I don't think it's an either, or I think it's a both. And I think part of it has to do with what your goals are. Right. Uh, if you want to nurture your current leads, if you want to nurture your current clients, um, then being a podcast host is a great way to do that. Uh, but if you're tr looking for new people, new leads uh, to build your network, well, then you got to go on other people's show. Uh, this idea that if you build it, they will they will come. Um, that only works in in the movies. Uh, you think about it. There's 800,000 podcasts out there. Uh, today, your chances of just being found are slim to none. So unless you've already got that tribe, if you've got that following, um, 
it's much better to start, to start guesting on other people's podcasts than just starting your own. You know, it, it sort of comes from our experience uh, a decade ago, maybe a dozen years ago. Uh, you know, people were talking about blogs. Well, there were so many blogs out there, nobody would ever find it. The smart people were guest blogging, right? They would write a blog on Huffington Post or Wall Street Journal or wherever your ideal audience was. They'd get that know, like, and trust. They'd get that authority. And that's how they were getting the traffic and the leads and the customers. That's really what we're doing with podcast interviews. And, you know, the, the herd is there trying to, uh, to break through the noise. And I think they're all making more noise and nobody's getting heard. I think the ones that are really breaking away are finding ways to get in on the conversation that people are already listening to. And podcast interviews are just an easy, scalable way to do that. Yeah, you know what? I, I th- those are great points, Tom, and that, that makes 100% sense. You know, one of the things that I think it allows you to do too is define your um, audience or who, what kind of podcast you want to go on. So when you guys interviewed us, and I think it was a two or three of your team, is it's like, what kind of podcast do you want to go on? And I think that when we tried to uh, just do this on our own, where we would have some of our support staff um, try to get uh, me as a guest on other people's podcasts, it, you know, I would get them, they, they were going after my, you know, I, I was on all of my friends' podcasts, you know, that do the, exactly the same thing that we do, or not the exact same thing, but they're in the same um, spaces we're in, which is teaching people about becoming your own banker and creating wealth beyond Wall Street. And, um, you know, I, I, yeah, it's not so much that I, I, I don't mind going on those, uh, those shows with my friends and, and my rivals or competitors because I know most of them or most of the ones that are, are credible. But it's, it's I want to reach out to audiences that I don't get a chance to talk to. And whether that's, you know, real estate investors or um, faith-based shows or, you know, um, you know, there's a lot of things that have come up that I really didn't think about. And then when you look at the, the metrics, you think, wow, that person has that many people downloading their show every week. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. And think about it from the standpoint, if, if you're going on the same people, you know's show, well, everybody probably knows you or it's, it's like, you know, golfing with the, your same buddies. Uh, yeah, it's comfortable, but you're never going to meet anybody new. Whereas if you go out to new audiences, you know, what's ordinary to you is amazing to them. And if you can bring those ideas to different audiences, uh, it's a great way to stand out. The other thing too, is that you can start to test where the message works out best. You know, is it the real estate shows? Is it the entrepreneur shows? Is it dental shows? Podcasts are so fragmented and so focused that you can really use this as a, as a way to test markets and also give more uh, context there, right? You know, there's the old thing of content is king, but context is God. So if you're on a, a real estate show, you're going to be talking real estate examples because you know that's the audience. Uh, yep. If you're on dentist shows, you'll give examples of clients you've worked with that are dentists. And I think that's one of the great things that we help our clients with. And uh, like I said, we've got the team of 18. I think there was three of us that were on the call with, uh, with you and Nick there. But we took that information back to the entire team and said, what podcasts would be great, right? There's 800,000 podcasts, and we want to make sure that our clients get 
the maximum return on investment of their money and the time they spent, right? So we're, we're looking at, do they have the right audience? Um, you know, do they, have they been around long enough? And there's a, there's a whole algorithm that we go through, we go through and we can get into that later if you're interested. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, um, and I do want to get into that, but you made me think of something, Tom, is who are some of the people that might be listening to this podcast right now that maybe never thought about the benefits of being on somebody else's podcast? I mean, who are some of the people that you've seen that you've been surprised that, that, that have uh, hired your firm and then, they've, and then they've just reaped these benefits that, that maybe they didn't expect or didn't think this was a way to do that? You know, I, I think it's in hindsight, I shouldn't have been surprised because really what it is, is, you know, it's the, it's the coaches that, um, that are based on a relationship. Uh, it's the consultants that really you have to know, like, and trust somebody before you work with them. It's people that aren't selling a, just a, a product or a service. They're selling a relationship and that long-term lifetime value. Uh, is some of the the brands that have a great product or service. Um, they could help thousands and millions of people if they only knew about them. Uh, it's software as a service companies. Uh, those are the ones that really amazed me because often if it's someone that has limited capacity, say um, I can think of one that was a uh, Craig Cody, uh, great, uh, great accountant, great story, a retired uh, New York City cop. And uh, he does fractional CFO work. Well, it worked so well with him that all of a sudden uh, he sold out of his capacity and then had to come back and say, um, hold off. Uh, I need to hire some more accountants um, to, to stay up with this capacity. So sometimes those people, it works so well that they have to keep starting and stopping. But companies that can expand like software as a service companies, yeah. oh man, every new client for them uh, is, is almost pure revenue, right? They've, they've spent millions of dollars building this platform. Now they just need people to use it. And those are the fun ones because they start out doing, you know, four interviews a month. And, uh, uh, within a couple of months, they're seeing the results and saying, how many of these can we do? And I can think of one company where we had four, uh, executive level people in the company that were out there talking on podcasts uh, because they, uh, they told us that it was one of the best channels they had. Wow. You know, it's interesting that you say that because now I think about a guest that I had on our podcast, Bob Burnett, who actually, Bob and I are business partners in a couple of different, or a few different ventures, not a couple, a few. And um, he's also a wealth coach at Create Tailwind. But he happens to be, because one of the companies that we own is a manufacturer of cryptocurrency mining computers. He happens to be one of the foremost experts in the United States on cryptocurrency. So you can tell where the, where the brains of that operation is and where the, um, I don't know what my role is other than the, uh, to, to, to be the, the, the support guy, I guess. But, uh, you know, Bob came on and talked a little bit about cryptocurrency and mining and the future of blockchain. And I think he's got, I think he's received probably three or four offers to speak to different groups based on that uh, appearance, that guest appearance. And uh, so that goes to just show you, right, what you just said. So that's a, you know, that's another business that Bob and I happen to own that he just talked about and people are calling saying, hey, can you help me with this? Or, 
Um, I want to learn more about that. Will you come speak to my group? You know, all of that. So right there's proof positive that I would have thought that crypto mining company, I wouldn't have seen that would have, how that would have benefited from a podcast appearance. Well, and I think there's one <laughs> undeniable truth that everybody would agree to, and that's that exposure brings opportunity. And yeah. sometimes you don't know what that opportunity looks like. It could be a speaking event. It could be keynotes. It could be partnerships. It could be getting into a different markets. Uh, it could be invitations to write books. Um, heck, uh, I got invited to Harvard. Um, you know, I couldn't have gotten in there on my own uh, with my high school uh, transcripts, <laughs> but uh, I got invited to speak there. And while it was an honor, I've also got a backlink to my website now that's from harvard.edu and uh, that was worth gold. So yeah. really that, that whole idea of just getting out there uh, and exposure brings opportunity. You know what? I, uh, I heard a great quote yesterday. It said, confidence attracts opportunity and lack of confidence repels opportunities. And uh, so I know that just ties a little bit into those opportunities, but the, the way that you get confidence is confidence is a skill set. So the way that you get confidence is you you get knowledge. And then once, you know, knowledge doesn't equal understanding, but once you can transfer that knowledge to understanding and then you can share it with other people, that's how you that's how you create confidence and influence. And and I think about that in wealth building and obviously you've done a lot of cool things and you've run a few businesses and and um, maybe just talk about how did you decide to break away from running, you know, you, you talked about this in the beginning, but maybe expand because I think uh, I'm always fascinated with entrepreneurs and business owners and how they just decided to get out of the rat race. So maybe talk about that, Tom, in your personal journey. And it wasn't a one-time decision, right? I was brought up in the Midwest. Um, the idea was go get a stable job. So uh, got into the Naval Academy, was a commissioned officer in the Navy, was running nuclear power plants. And when my commitment was up after five years, I decided to get out. I, I had done everything I wanted to. And I can remember my dad told me I was a fool, right? I just right. take the take the job there. And then I uh, went to corporate America and uh, had a great uh, run on the operation side um, and the engineering side, but I wanted to go into sales and marketing. And when I took a straight commission job, uh, he called me a dang fool or words to that effect. You know, it's like, how can you do this? You got to stay, you know, um, safe. Uh, you've got a family, you've got a mortgage. And, you know, I, I proved him uh, wrong and he lived long enough to admit that. Um, but I just looked at it as looking where the opportunity was and really seeing that that security comes from your ability to produce, not from anybody else. And I've yeah. always just been open and creative. And um, at times in the Navy, we used to use the joke, you have to be smart enough to know right answer when told. And, <laughs> uh, you know, when, when your customers are telling you things and when your customers are asking for things, um, well, just be smart enough to listen. And a great example is how this business got started. You know, I, I had taken an e-commerce business and with inbound marketing, grown it from a, a regional player to a national leader, sold it off. And, you know, I was in my sabbatical phase. I didn't want to do anything and uh, started playing around with podcast interview marketing. Um, people were asking about it. So I put this cheesy little 
PDF book together. And then people said, well, could you put a course together? So I did that. And Jim, I never took that out of beta. It sold well, but nobody was getting results with it. And the people that were honest were the ones that came to me and said, you know, you've given me the cookbook. You've given me the videos. I don't want to be the chef, you know, Uh, you'll do it for me. And I knew what it was like to build an agency. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. But the more they asked about it, I said, okay, well, we'll beta test it. And that was the fall of 2015. And it worked so well that, uh, you know, by 2016, uh, we were pulling it out of beta and that became Interview Valet. So to me, it's a, it's a journey. It's a evolution of one thing to another and uh, just being excited to always try something new and, uh, uh, and serve your customers. You know, I love that because, you know, you're right. Once you... Um, I remember when I, uh, I moved to Colorado when I was 22 and got into the financial services business, but I was, a, I was renting a house in Louisville, I'm not Louisville, they call it Louisville, Colorado. It's spelled like Louisville, but, um, and anybody in Louisville, Kentucky would, would, uh, smack you if you, if you said Louisville, right. But in Colorado, in the right around the People's Republic of Boulder, no, I'm just kidding, uh, is is Louisville, Colorado. And so I rented this house when I was 22. And the guy that owned the house, he was painting a house across the street. And he had holes in a t-shirt, you know, long ponytail, scruffy beard. And I, I, I didn't think he was an owner, but I've start talking to this guy. And he was one of the smartest guys that I ever met about real estate. And one of the reasons that he owned all this real estate is he'd like to work on it. Now, this is the opposite of most people that are real estate investors, right? But he, I said, well, how did you do that? How did you break away? And he told me a story He's about a river and it was kind of like, this is the abbreviated version of the story, but he said, you know, once you jump in the river, most people won't jump in the river because they think they're going to drown. But once you jump in the river, you're not going to drown. You won't let yourself drown, right? You'll get across to the other side to what you want. But the, the journey across the river is, is what's fun, right? Is that's getting to the goal isn't fun. But if you never jump in, you're never going to get to the other side. You're going to be on the side watching the other people on the other side of the river where the area that you want to be on. And you'll just be frustrated and never forgot that. And, you know, in your 20s, sometimes you don't have enough confidence to really break out of the traditional uh, workforce or corporate America or, or, or whatever it is. But I started at 22, never with a salary, never with, I mean, I've never had a paycheck in thir- almost going on 32 years that's ever been the same amount two months in a row. So um, now that's a good thing. But in the beginning, sometimes it's a bad thing. Now, I think maybe, wait a minute, I, that, that may not, not be true, Tom. I could have had a couple of months that were zero. <laughs> zero. So, <laughs> <laughs> but when I actually did get a check, I'm not sure that they, I'm sure that they were never the, the same amount twice in 32 years. But, um, you know, so that goes back to, I got the same advice that your father gave you, which was, Make sure you have a good salary. Never be on, uh, you know, a incentive-based compensation of any kind. You know, blah 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 blah. And it was really bad advice that I received too. So I'm glad your dad lived long enough to um, to see your success and see your uh, uh, and and see that you proved, 
he proved that there was a better path than what he advised. Um, So when you think about that breaking away everything, um, I know that when we've talked and I've seen your background and I see a lot of books on, on the shelf, tell me one or two or three books, Tom, that you would recommend everybody read to change your paradigm or to kind of help you break away from the hurt. Yeah. One of them that really struck me, um, was called, um, Play Bigger, How Dreamers, Pirates, and Innovators Create and Dominate Markets. Christopher Lockhead has become a, a friend, a mentor. And the idea in there is that uh, he basically says it's all about you know categories. And there's a, a category king, a category leader, and then the followers. You're either a legend or you're a loser. And you know the his numbers in there prove out that you know in any category, in any market, you know, one person, one company controls 78% of the financials and everybody else fights over the uh, the remainder. So it's that that whole idea of don't be better, be different. Pick what you want to get your gold medal in. Um, and uh, if you can't do that, come up with a new sport and be the, uh, the gold medalist in that. So that just totally blew my mind um, yeah. uh, on it's not, it's not about competition um, today. It's about being different. And you, uh, that, that's been great. You know what's so funny about that is, you know what book that I just received as a gift that's on my nightstand that I haven't started yet, but uh, is Play Bigger. Is that <sighs> crazy? It, I just got it like a week ago. And I was finishing up a couple of other books because I'm a little ADD. So I sometimes read two or three things at the same time. And uh, and I, and I said, I got to read that book. I just looked at it yesterday and I'm thinking <laughs> I got to start that book. And here you are saying that's the first book that, that you mentioned. Yeah, that's Chris, awesome. Christopher's got a couple of great podcasts too. One's called follow your difference and the other one's lock it on marketing. Very, very interesting and insightful guy. Yeah. I'm going to check it out for sure. Um, so, all right. That, any other books or yeah, uh, there's one that I just read, um, yep. that, that blew my mind. I thought I understood podcasting, right? I've been in this for, uh, for, uh, a decade, right? So, uh, sort of the grandfather in it, but James Carberry just wrote a book called content based networking. Um, that was amazing to me. And it's a lot of what we were talking about here of how you can build relationships with content, right? So, uh, yeah. uh if you want to build a relationship with somebody, they're not going to reach out and, um, and have a 45 minute sales call with him. But if you say, Hey, would you like to be a guest on my podcast? Boy, you'll build a relationship really quick with that. And so using things that can help people content, um, to build those relationships. Um, uh, that was one that I listened to. And if, if a book is on my shelf, uh, it's meaningful to me because I listen to one to two books a week. Yeah. Uh, it's only if it's a really, really good book, uh, will I buy the hard copy so that I can study it, underline it and execute on it. Yeah. You know, that's, it's, man, I, I love, uh, when you say things that just, and they, they, they click in my head as far as, uh, things that have happened. So I was, um, I got an email from a friend of mine in New Hampshire and he's a really smart guy. He's written some great books, the pirates, uh, or the pirates of Manhattan one, two, and I think there's a three coming and it's about the federal reserve about wall street. And, and now it's a debt crisis. And so, um, I think that's the third one. And so I'm just looking at his website because he sent me an email. So I 
you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a quick, I'm a, on the Colby, I'm a 10 quick start. So I <laughs> click it because I'm not going to follow up other than that. If I don't do it right then it's not going to happen. So I click and I go, Oh, Oh, oh look, Barry's got a, a podcast. And the first thing I noticed, he's had Jay Leno on there twice, which I was impressed by. And then I thought, well, I'm going to listen to him because guy's super smart. He's a little bit dry sometimes. So I'm going to just kind of check it out because he's so smart. You know, those guys that are just so smart, it's like would take him an hour to explain, you know, things. And I listened to this uh, podcast and he has this woman on there. And uh, I thought, man, she really is dynamic. I should reach out to her and see if she wants to be on my podcast. So I reached out to her, started finding out what she did. She's a franchise consultant. In fact, she's going to be a guest on the podcast in a few weeks. And we've become friends. I mean, I've never met her in person, but I consider her a friend. And, and, uh, and, and it's like we've built this relationship. And um, uh, I might be a customer of hers. She might be a customer of mine. And we've become friends. And so uh, it's exactly what you just said. And uh, I, I just think that's really cool because we've shared ideas. She's shared some ideas about franchising, which again, she'll do on the show. I've shared some wealth building tips with her. And, uh, and it's, it's really cool. That, so the content marketing is, is something. Yeah. And so, you, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was sorry. You, you had said confidence brings opportunity. And yeah. I think you were so right with that. But one of the problems that you know, I have, I'm a natural more of on the introvert side. And so for me to walk up to somebody at a conference might be tougher than to uh, do it over the internet. And yeah. a lot of times we'll, we'll have clients that, you know, say, Hey, would, you know, would you drive across town to speak to a hundred people or, you know, jump on a plane to see, to talk to a thousand ideal customers. And they're like, no, you know, I don't want to go on a stage. I'm like, well, right. you know, all you have to do on a podcast interview to speak to tens of thousands of people is have a conversation one-on-one. -on -one. So that's a great way to build up confidence there too, for people that aren't maybe as extroverted. Yeah, no, that's, you know, that's another great point. So, you know, Tom, when I'm thinking about the guys in our audience, real estate investors, entrepreneurs, maybe they're doctors or maybe they're pilots, maybe they're, you know, other professionals. Um, if they want to, if they're like, you know, I've got this passion for X and I want to promote that and I want to talk to other like-minded people and get on some shows, how would they find out more about your service? Sure. So if you go to interviewvalet.com forward slash breakaway, um, there's a couple of resources that I'll put there and it'll be, you know, everything that Jim and I talked about, but uh, I'll put a copy of my book. Um, I sell a lot on Amazon, but I give more away. It's called Podcast Guest Profits, How to Grow Your Business with the Targeted Interview Strategy. Um, there'll be uh, an infographic there, the secrets, the nine secrets to getting on your first podcast interview. And I'll, I'll put the checklist that, uh, that Jim uses that I use uh, to make sure that every interview goes great. And then I'll put my calendar scheduling like if any of this Perfect. resonated with you, um, I'd love to talk with you. Absolutely. And, you know, I can tell you that being having gone through the process, Tom is a great guy and there's no there's no uh, he's not going to throw you down on the ground and twist your arm behind your back or anything like that. He is just going to explain. He's just he's really knowledgeable and just a, a, a true professional. So I would not hesitate to go onto the website, get the free uh, resources and and schedule a meeting to talk to him and see just see if this is something that might be of benefit to you. 
because we're all trying to break away, Tom. And um, that's, uh, that's the purpose of this podcast is to teach people that there's a lot of different ways to break away. So um, in wrapping up, any famous last words? Well, I said it before, but what's ordinary to you is amazing to other people. You know, it's never been easier to share what you know. And if you do that as a podcast host, a podcast guest, whatever it is, I'm sure there's lots of people that have blessed you in your life with what you know right now. Take the opportunity to bless other people and help yourself by sharing that. Those are great last words, and I couldn't think of a better way to wrap it up. So, Tom, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing all of this great wisdom and, and thoughts and advice and, and uh, reflections. And definitely, I'm going to get that, uh, the second book that you mentioned, um, and I've got the first one. So, thank you for that as well. Until next time, I'm Jim Oliver, and you're listening to Breakaway Wealth Podcast. If you liked what you heard today, pass this on to a friend. Maybe you know somebody out there that needs to be, that just really has a great story and needs to be on other people's podcasts and get that story out there to serve others. Until next time, thank you. Want to become your own banker and build wealth on your own terms? We'd love to help. Go to createtailwind.com to learn more and schedule a complimentary consultation.